Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Char. What's going on? You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us at bff.fm every Monday morning from 530 to 6. And uh, we are rewinding back yet again to Sundance because, dude, we got plenty Plenty, plenty, plenty of content it's from Sundance. It's kind of been a hot minute since we've done that. We did it for That's Jawline. And, but, that for was, Jawline. but that was like the first one in yeah. months, I right. feel like. At least it feels like it. Right. And it, it's one of those things when you're, you're at Sundance and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this film's going to come out later this summer. Or, you know, you kind of watch... You watch the trades, as they say, yes, uh, in Hollywood, and you just see who's got picked up where. And you know, we do have a friend that works at Deadline, so I kind of you know follow his feed and follow Deadline and see what's what. But um, this film, Desolation Center, which um, I didn't have the pleasure of watching because uh, Ange basically watched ninety-five uh, percent of all the films, anyways, um, was an interesting one because this interview. <laughs> The people come in and they were so nice and really awesome. And you could just tell they were punk rockers and just like rock and roll, all of the things. Um, the director is Stuart Sweezy. And the woman that came in, I think she was a producer as well and or in the film. Her name's Mariska Lacious. And um, <laughs> I don't really know how to. I, I don't even know it, how to start. With it was this just one. basically. We it was Ange conducting most of the interview because um, Desolation Center was really kind of a first of its kind in the I think it was let me read this in the eighties um, it was a guerrilla music and art performance uh, happening down in Southern California and it was in the desert and basically it was before Coachella it was before um, Burning Man like it was just a bunch of bunch of punk rockers right rockers who wanted to um, have a show, but out in the desert. And, and if you're into this scene, um, if you're into like those, that 80s, you know, 70s, 80s, hardcore, you know, punk rock, yeah. then you'll know exactly who Stuart Sweezy is. He's a big deal. And, and like, it, it was actually interesting because when I talked about us doing and covering this at Sundance, um, I got a lot of accolades from a lot of my music friends who are just like, holy crap, you were, you know, oh, talking to so, that guy. He was just chill. Uh, yeah. And so, I would have never known. Yeah. I mean, like, if that's not your scene, you, I guess you wouldn't know. But like, yeah, this is, you know, like if you're into that hardcore. And what was funny about it <laughs> was we, because we don't know, what we gravitated to was the part that um, Ange met her doppelganger, like, in the future. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, Ange, how did it feel meeting future you? Like, what the fuck? And and they were so funny and so cute together because just they they clicked and it was just it was just like they were looking into a mirror, really. Yeah, I, there was there was a point in all of it, and I think I might have talked about this when we were recapping Sundance. Yes, from, yes, from we were way yeah. back when where they looked at each other and Mariska actually like looked at Ange and winked and went. Yeah, I caught your number. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, are you guys in a different like? Do you, did you jump time? Like, yeah. what just happened? Like, did we watch? Are it? you speaking a certain yeah language? Yeah, they we... were <laughs> Filipino punk rockers. 
Uh, <laughs> from Southern California. From SoCal, yeah. But um, we had a great conversation with them. Uh, and really enjoyed this film. I'm looking forward to seeing the film. It opens uh, Friday, the 20th of September at the Roxy in San Francisco. And uh, I'm sure it's at other theaters across the country. Um, but it's a it's an indie film. So if you have a favorite indie theater, I'm sure it's going to be showing there. So here's our interview with Stuart Sweezy and Mariska Lacious. Enjoy. You're listening to the Festival Daily Buzz with Bitch Talk Podcast. My name is John Wildman here with Aaron Lim and Angela DeBora from Bitch Talk. Uh, we are going to be talking about the film Desolation Center. It's a slam dance title. And we have Stuart Sweezy, who's the director of the film, and Mariska Lacious. Lacious? Lacious. Lacious. Okay. Um, and Stuart, uh, and this is Stuart's debut as a director, as a feature film director. Yeah. Yes. You're, okay. You weren't doing enough, basically. You're like, now i got to direct this film. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you, you start. <laughs> okay, Stuart, uh, uh, introduce our listeners to the film. Tell us about Desolation Center. Okay, so Desolation Center is about a series of uh, guerrilla, punk rock, post-punk industrial music uh, events that we, a group of people, uh, Mariska being one of them, also uh, called Desolation Center, put on in the desert. Uh, one of them also on a boat going around San Pedro Harbor, but it was in the... 1983 to 1985, and um, we, we took people out in school buses uh, to a dry lake bed or canyon, and the whole idea was just to take this music out of the urban environment of Southern California for two reasons. One is because we had a lot of problems with our local police, the mm. LAPD. Mm-hmm. At the time, they were cracking down on anything that they vaguely thought was punk, and then the other part of it was really just to, make, to, to change it up, to change the setting of where people perceive music and... Um, give them a different experience. Yeah, I, I really I really love this film. So I, I'm born and raised in L.A. Okay. And I will never forgive myself for being a toddler at the time. <laughs> if I was any older, I would have been on that school bus. And I would have been dancing with you, Ritza, Ritza, um, But I, I just have a, a lot of respect for what you did and, and the movement that you started. Because my, my day and age was the L.A. desert raves. Oh. So well, that was where... Maybe uh, you guys did party then. Well, so you were you still there? Were you still there? From, uh, she still is. <laughs> Still there. <laughs> She's still I there now. Mentally, you're still there. <laughs> no, physically. But no, no but that's I just all say, you know, in debt to you the, the, well, and what you did. Well, thanks. Thanks so much. And, and, you know, timing is everything. You should have been born a little earlier. But, I know. I'll but never in forget. terms of the desert rape scene, um, I also produced a documentary which uh, was called Better Living Through Circuitry, and it was all about the, you know, what's now called EDM, but, you know, yeah. the techno scene. And right. we actually filmed out uh, with people like Electric Sky Church out in the desert and stuff. So I, I oh, felt wow. a real connection to that. <laughs> yeah. Also. yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, what I love about this is it, you were just winging it. Like, maybe this, <laughs> maybe this is a good idea. And it was just crazy enough for people to say yes to. I feel like because it was so crazy and it was just, just get on this bus and trust me. Right. For two hours, they have no idea where they're going. I feel like it was any less, I mean, it was just crazy enough for people to say yes to, like from the punk scene. I think it was such a small scene too that like you actually trusted people, even if you didn't know them personally, like if they had a button of a band that you liked or, you know, it's like, oh, the Minutemen are playing. It'll be cool. Like, let's go. Like, we just didn't really, and we were young, but I mean, we just didn't really overthink things, I think. And the spontaneity, I think, was in keeping with just the vibe of the way we lived then. And there was no drama. There were no <laughs> fights. There were no, I mean, I guess the acid helps, but. Well, <laughs> can, I, can I just I, say on the, on the acid I don't want to fight when I'm, tip, yeah. You know, 
Uh, some people were, were, were completely you know, sober. Other people were tripping. Um, and as far as the no drama, I mean, it was still stressful. I mean, it was drama, but it, you, it wasn't it was. like um, you know, people, people fighting each other and things like that. That's true. And I think that because there were no bouncers, there was no cops. Right. Um, people, we kind of just, you know, did all that ourselves. I mean, there were a few people that we had sort of designated to like, hey, you know, if something comes up, like, you know, talk to this person. But we didn't need it. And there wasn't yeah. social media to expand everything and make it bad or untrue. We just, everyone lived in the moment. Yeah, and I think the lengths that we went just to party back then, we didn't have GPS. <laughs> we didn't have, you are going to the desert to essentially middle of nowhere and you just drive all night until you see the lights or you hear the music. Right. Like, I don't think people would work that hard to go to a party these days. <laughs> no. I mean, what do you, <laughs> I would. I, I mean. <laughs> okay, Mar Mariska, yes. we gotta talk later. What do you <laughs> yeah. We gotta meet Might up. Might be related. <laughs> I think if people knew that they could, th they would. I mean, w you know, I mean, um, I think seeing this film might inspire people to be like, you know what? This is too easy, just spending $350 Fire to go to Coachella. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. not, even, like, let's not well, even get into now, that. Now, there's some drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the wrong kind. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I do think that um, maybe it's like, and I always see the analogy of when, when, when I was, you know, in junior high and high school, middle school, um, there were these big stadium shows, you know, mm -hmm. like the Eagles at the Forum, you know, and we hated that. But <laughs> that was the alternative to what we were doing. And I think that it's kind of gotten to that point now where like people need to wake up. You don't have to go to this giant corporate festival, you know? I do like that message of do something that's uniquely your own. Yeah. And, sure. and start a new movement, whatever that may be. You exactly. Know, party on the moon or what, <laughs> what, what next? If you can get there. <laughs> that yeah. might be coming. <laughs> yeah. And let's talk about the, 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 the filmmaking aspect of this, you know, especially with something that uh, whenever a story is, is, is close to you, um, Oftentimes, when you as assemble the footage and and, and you know, and, and you put it together, um, you can see it in a, in a very different light um, because you know you're you know you're, you're seeing it on the screen and, and you're you're shaving off seconds and everything to you know in, in the editing process. What was that like for you? Wow, that's a big question, um, and I have to get to thank all the people that you know um, really know that process. Tyler Hubby, who uh, is the editor, he had actually directed his own feature and done a lot of music documentaries. And so it was really helpful to collaborate. And, you know, um, I think, you know, we, I didn't realize how badass the footage was <laughs> because I really didn't sit around and look at it. Look what we did. There's you know? footage but of everything. Was, yeah. Everything was documented. And um, so, so then it was hard, it was hard to make those choices of like, what's really going to represent the ultimate, you know, moment of Sonic Youth set in you know, 1985, which was the West Coast premiere, things like that, it, you know, but that, that's also the fun of it, is just we were able to, you know, make creative choices and um, tell a story. And, and that was the important thing to me going into it was that it wasn't just like a concert, but like really like it was people like Mariska and I and people that nobody's ever heard of uh, before the film necessarily telling what their contributions were, what their experiences were and things like that. Plus we had a Facebook page and then people would read it and say, my parents' garage. I got to look. There's photos there. There's films. And you waited three months for someone's. Oh, I waited for longer than I mean, you know. You know what it's hard. like to go dig through your stuff in the garage, and, oh, yeah. you know, uh, or, or, or like you had rolls of negatives that <laughs> had never been processed. Like, come on, wow. Mariska, because <laughs> yeah. she's one of the one of the prime photographers that you know that documented a lot of this stuff. And, and Scott Allen, he was great too. Yeah, I mean, Frederick Nelson did this amazing shot of Einstein's Neubauten that we've been using for the poster now and mm -hmm. stuff like that. 
So Mariska, were you and Stuart always in contact, or how did you get on board with the project? Well, I, I had a little fanzine. Back then, it was all about at night, you'd steal the Xerox at your, wherever you worked, <laughs> and you'd make little fanzines. And I was selling them for a quarter, and Stuart, I don't even think you bought one. I might have given you, it was for a quarter. I was trying to buy one, just for the record. <laughs> <With> the <quarter. laughs> that typical Mariska, she gave it to me. <laughs> I gave it to him, and we just became friends. And back then, when you found someone in your, I don't want to say the word community. I guess I will. Hey. Back then, it was a small community. If, we, if you met someone with the same taste, you just became, and everyone know, knew everyone, and it was great. So we just. But as far know. as how you got back involved, we, we, we'd stayed in touch, but not closely. Right. Um, but Merska has a lot of experience with um, film production, video, music video. And, I started and with music videos. So. Okay. And so I think one day when I started the project, that she was one of the first people I told, I was like, you know, I want to do a documentary about Desolation Center. Like, do you still have those pictures that you took? I don't know. <laughs> take from there. I, I think I just said yes. Yeah, you're like that's a great idea, and and then we it. together started this Facebook group, and that's when we kind of started finding all different people that you know um, had documented things, or you know that was kind of the idea. It would be the nucleus of our archival research in mm -hmm. a way was to just you know have a group and, and communicate that way so yeah I'd be interested to see if uh, people watching this documentary are gonna reach out to you like hey that's me in the bus and oh I yeah mean, there's just so much footage of, of all uh, and the faces are very clear <laughs> and I'd, be, I'd love to see how many people reach out to yeah. you and, oh and, and yeah we were, we're the already anarchy girl I'd love to know who that was which one the girl that drove the anarchy car the oh anarchy yes the mystery she's like a fairy <laughs> like a <laughs> desert fairy yeah Wow, that but is. Yeah, great. no, we're getting people like circling themselves and go, "That's me," you know. It's like, great. Yeah. Yeah, and what's it? And one actually, we had a PA helping us with the camera, and his mom was on the bus, so it was very gener general, generational. Yeah. He knew. He knew that his mom, or did he find? No, that it was out? actually his mom saw this article that uh, was written in Vice while we mm -hmm. when we first started um, on the project, and then she like. I don't know, later tracked us down, and she's like, you know, I was on that bus. I wasn't really a punker, you know, but, like, <laughs> I really had a great time. And, and so you can see her with totally feathered hair, like, hanging out of the bus in, in the film. She's in the but film. but um, <laughs> Carol, got, had, in the meantime, had gotten very involved in working in film festivals and, and lives. In, she moved back to Ohio. And she's like, you know, my son Jackson, you know, wants to get into, you know, learning about filmmaking and stuff. So anyway, um, so we started on. working with him, and he's an, an amazing, now he's, Doing so all it kinds was of a stuff. crew of three. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. What are your thoughts on Coachella mm -hmm. and Burning Man, Burning Man and Lollapalooza and things like that? Mariska, do you partake? You know, I was actually at the first Coachella and I used to go and because there was a lot, there was the Sahara tent, so it was a dance tent. Mm -hmm. And it did start getting more commercial and you couldn't find a condo for $400 for 20 people anymore. Mm -hmm. it, it did change, but it just. I it just had less dance music, so it was just a preference of mine. You know? mm -hmm. I think Burning Man is the thing that probably changed the most because mm -hmm. um, I went there. I was actually working on a, a, a pilot production, and so I was there in like early days, 93, 94, and I thought it was awesome. I, I, I loved the whole vibe of it, and I was really glad that I experienced that. And then now what I look at what it is with all the Silicon Valley people yeah. and the corporate Lanty. chefs and yeah. Yeah, all that. It's like, oh, God, Flying it's like in. the opposite of what yeah. we were doing. Mm -hmm. So that transformation, I, I think, is really interesting. I don't, I would never tell somebody don't go, but I at the same time. I have a lot of burner like, friends, and they're the, they're, they don't glamp. 
No, but the, but the fact <laughs> of the matter is that it, it's not this um, participatory, egalitarian freakout. It's it, it, it something very different. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But yeah, it is very different. And it, <laughs> and, and again, the uh, the film is Desolation Center. It's uh, screening at Slam Dance, and we've been talking with Stuart Sweezy and Mariska Lacious from the film. Thank you for both being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great. Really appreciate it. Yeah. That was Mariska Lacious and Stuart Sweezy from the film Desolation Center, which opens uh, Friday the 20th at the Roxy Theater. Please go find it. If you are into the punk scene and were into the punk scene in the 80s, this is going to be the movie for you. You can catch us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us at bff.fm every Monday from 5.30 to 6 a.m. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please. Bitch, please.